Bloop, 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 bloop. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to Space Buckets. What's up, fishes? How's everyone doing today? Fishes? That's not a word, mate. Oh, yeah. Bonjour, friends. And fishies. That's a word. It's your boy and Mademoiselle L- Lulu. What is it? Lula Palooza. Lula Lula. How are you doing today? I hope everything's fine. You sound absolutely magical. Me? Yeah, you sound amped up, like you're ready to conquer the world. I'm so ready. That's good, I've man. got my boots on. I've yeah. got my staff in my hand. My hair is loose and I'm ready to take over. Nice. Run the world. I mean, no one. Who run the world? Girls. Ladies. Cool, cool, cool. And do you know what every girl needs? Food. Ooh. Speaking of food, have you made anything yummy, yummy lately? I found out a really easy way, because um, us Sri Lankans love our chili paste and love our spice. I found um, an easy way to make your own homemade chili paste. Oh, yeah. How? And I made two versions of it. Like, you know, the Chinese five spice infused one. And then our traditional fried rice one, I guess, in Lanka. But it's super easy. You heat your oil up um, in the pan and into that oil, you infuse it with um, your Chinese five spices, such as Taiwanese, a little bit of cinnamon, cumin. What else did I put in there? Oh, Sichuan peppers, uh, dried chilies, things like that. Strain all the oil out and that hot oil goes straight into a jar of dried chilies, which have been cut up and chili flakes. Blend it. There you go. Easy done. Maybe add a little bit of soy sauce and... Damn, that's really cool. Yeah, man. I always thought that we had to buy chili paste from outside for it to be the yummiest. Mm -hmm. Like buy a bottle jar. But that sounds like it's really easy to make as well. Yeah, it's so easy. And you it's like ingredients you don't even need to get specially. That's really cool. Um, I think everyone should give it a try. Infusion of oil. It's um once you learn the technique, it's pretty easy. Like you can you start to infuse you can infuse anything. Like you want basil in an oil, you can make a basil oil. Peppermint, whatever. And then you can put it on, like, anything you anything. want. Anything. Pizza. That's really cool. Pizza to bread to noodles, rice. It's a condiment after that. Once you start to make your own condiments, ain't no going back. If there are any pickle lovers, start pickling Ew, your own stuff. pickles. Pickle Rick. No, oh, thanks. Okay. Anyway, coming up on today's podcast... TikTok gone bye-bye and my body, my choice. Grab your snackaroonies, earthlings. It's time for Titbits. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. It's been all the rage, especially since we've all been forced to stay at home. They've had like some crazy amount of downloads, like 360 million downloads in the first quarter of the year. But sadly, Americans, I think, are going to have to say goodbye to it because Trump has signed his executive order and he's going to ban it. In um, 30, 26 days or something. But... He can't do anything else, though. Like, he won't sign executive orders to, like, do anything else that's actually important and needed. Mm. But he will do it to ban the app from the country because he's not friends with China anymore. Right. And he quotes China in all his interviews. China. It's, China. Yeah, China. I was I was probably one of those 300 and odd million people because 
I mean, I had nothing else to do, so I downloaded it. Um, no shame. It's a great place. You can actually learn lots from it. Right. Which I, surprised me. Yeah, I don't create content, but um, I do watch like other people's content. It's pretty cool. I mean, to see people expressing themselves, like our generations and the generations below us. It looks like Microsoft wants to buy TikTok, um, or at least the US arm of it. But a lot of um, a lot of these days, TikTok has come under fire because people are saying that the Chinese are storing this information. Therefore, they sell these in- information to third parties and so on. But this happens to all our information now anyway, like things on the cloud to your account details, to Gmail passwords, to not only passwords, just personal information, your date of birth, your preferences, your online buys, all of this third-party information is then sold to businesses or larger corporations so they can mine this data, data mining it's called, and collate it to create a kind of background to, okay, this product is going to suit this demographic of people, and therefore that demographic of people will then start to get notifications. So with regard to, I mean, data breaches, I mean, it's happening as we speak. Your phone is currently listening to everything you say, and therefore it gives you targeted ads. Yeah, right? How weird is it when you say something and you've never actually physically searched for it in a search engine, but then you see ads for that particular item? Right, that's because, I mean, Google is collecting this data. Yeah, right. And um, is targeting ads. So in 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 their perspective, it would be it would be looked upon as better better addressing how these advertisements or these products are suited to a typical person. But if you think of it, if you take a step back and think of it, I mean, if you don't really need it, why bother? Yeah, and it's also a political tool at this point. Right. <laughs> Something funny is Aussies are funny people. Like yeah. straight up, Aussies are a funny bunch. So I was I was looking at reasons that people have given to when stopped by the police because recently you are not allowed to travel and then guys that have people that have been stopped have given ridiculous um, excuses. It's it's typical Aussies, but to anyone else listening on the outside, it's probably really strange. For example, there was one <laughs> a fifty one year old man has told police he was visiting his drug dealer on essential business. After after being involved in an accident. So he straight up said, I was visiting my drug dealer. Right, let's play a conversation with the tr- uh, police, okay? Cops come. Hey, mate, put down your um, window, please. What are you doing out here? Oh, I just came to meet my drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just um, heading down to meet my dealer, mate. Um, just gonna crack a few lines open, hey? And the cops are like, you know what? What did you say? Yeah, cop are fine, mate. Just step out of the vehicle, please. Copper fine. Straight up. <laughs> what? That's ridiculous, right? Yeah. The fact that they just say that. Right. Another man has traveled 70 kilometers to go on a Tinder date. Oh my. But he's got fined, like $1,600, plus the date stood him up. Yeah. That is one hell of an expensive date. Right. And it didn't even happen. Yeah, did you hear recently someone went to buy butter chicken and travel like 65 kilometers? Oh yeah, kilometers? I was going to say that as well. But uh, then the restaurant ended up saying that they'll send him more free butter chicken. For for life or something, no? Yeah, something oh, like damn. that. That's actually not a bad deal. I mean, endless supplies of butter chicken. Who's going to say no? Right, people have been fined for buy, like wanting to buy kebabs. And there were three guys apparently caught in a public toilet cubicle. And they were all drug dealers. Doing- 
Oh my. Caught with like six thousand six grand and So they got arrested as well as getting a fine or Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But I don't know, man. <laughs> it <laughs> amuses me exercises. that they just straight up say their their reasoning. Like don't even try to hide the fact that they were gonna meet their drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just like it's quite normal for them. And for us looking outside from a different culture, it looks it seems weird, like to hear these things. But for them it's probably like, yeah, no, it's pretty normal. Yeah, very strange. Very strange. Oh, I. you know what might be a good good excuse? Oh, I don't think it'd even fly, but I would definitely cop a fine for wanting to go get another tat. Speaking of tattoos, that is our topic for this week. So let's get down and dirty. Riba, riba! Let's get down and dirty, man! So you said you wanted to get another tattoo. I did, yes. What tattoo do you think you'll get next? Essentially, I think in the beginning, okay, if I'm... Okay, okay, wait, first, to answer your question, what tattoo would I get next? I've got, like, four ideas. I do want something all the way down my spine. Um, that's, like... That's I, gonna hurt, right? Yeah, yeah, it's probably gonna hurt. Apparently I tried to... that's the most sensitive area. And your fingertips or something. Um, I did want to get a, another one on my arm and on my calf. Um, the calf one was kind of random. I just want, like, random um, anime characters and stuff, like, things I used to... Uh, latch on to as a child like not just anime but cartoons and characters and things like that just one entire calf covered in stuff like that but what's weird is my first two which i have now the the firstly the fear around getting it because in my in our culture it's like everyone just says no 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 but as a kid the more people say no you're the more curious you are you're just going to end up in... You're just going to go out and do it, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do it. Like, you tell me no means... What? I'm curious. That's Why basically you... everyone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but I think in, in the beginning, it was because I wanted to... F- I, um, I was told no, and I wanted to be more fierce or more masculine, I feel like. Um, but now, having... It's been like two years bef- since I've got one. Now, it's just... I, I don't really give a shit. Now, I... I really don't give a shit. I just about want... other people's opinions. Other people's opinions and the 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 fact that I don't have to really worry about how I'm perceived. Like, you know, I'm a good person. On I, I feel like I'm a good person. I do good things. Like, it doesn't really matter what I have on my body. Having said that, I think this topic is very taboo, especially in our cultures, especially in Sri Lanka. Like, still. Yeah, tattoos are really looked down upon and frowned upon. I think that's because of the association with tattoos and people in engaged in criminal activity. Mm-hmm. Like, we straight away think, oh, if they have tattoos, they're bad people. But that's just how they f- want to physically represent themselves, right? Or is that is that how it has come to now? Like, what's a bit of background on tattoos? Why would people, not only tattoos, like piercings, body modification, what's... What's some of the background? Maybe history. Why would people, or in some in some instances, entire cultures, why would they do this? After doing some research, we found out that body modifications are, in some cultures, a rite of passage, but they also mark social stature as well, and rank, or even symbols of religion. In some cultures as well, Tattoos and body modifications are used to identify people who are criminals and who belong to a lower order of maybe underground activity. 
But it's really interesting because the way I see it, cultures shape the way we view our bodies. So depending on what culture you're in, tattoos are either a good thing and highly looked upon, or if you're in a culture that frowns down upon it, then it's suggested that you don't get it. Right. But like in a lot of cultures, apart from our own, there, there is evidence of tattooing as early as like 5000 BC or something in during right. Egyptian times. And so, so many mummified um, corpses have, have tattoos on them, which means this was seen typically like a, as a rite of passage or a mark of status. But like, yeah, as early as ancient Egypt, right? For example, let's take the West. In the West, in the, in the Western world, tattoos, piercings, dieting, body modification in general. So tattoos are one of many different ways of modifying the human body, right? We have piercings as well, dieting and bodybuilding, which are normally seen as more natural forms of modification and we don't even see it so much as, as that change. Um, but also tanning as well. Extensions, like you know how um, some people completely remove pieces of um, their body like you completely remove parts of your ear no yeah and you can put like things into like the earlobe or oh yeah you stretch you stretch stretch out the pieces of your body i wonder if that hurts probably does i mean in certain tribes in africa the entire earlobe is it's not an earlobe like there's a there's basically a physical thing inside it and, and it expands it. That's an important thing as well. So in some cultures, body modifications are part of the requirement to be part of that part of that society and that community. So in like the Morsi tribe in Africa, women are required to pierce their upper lip as a mark of transition from a young child to a woman. Mm-hmm. And these piercings are usually done by their mothers as well. Right. And also in some other tribes... I saw that um, uh, there's certain tribes where they change the shape of the child's skull to extend the child's skull by putting um, elastic kind of bands when they're a child. So the skull essentially elongates to... This this kind of symbolism shows a higher state of being. It's, it's to separate class or uh, to show that you're of a higher stature. Because obviously in ancient times you... People had to identify themselves differently according to their family and how, what kind of stature they hold in society. Those social ranks were really important, right. weren't they? They were like yeah, defining yeah, yeah. features. It was make or break almost. Correct. Because you had to identify with a tribe or a family because that's how it was like fight for survival, you know? Some cultures have, they elongate their necks by uh, having rings, putting rings on their necks. So they elongate all their necks and it comes to like six inches or even more yeah i've seen pictures of that as well right but in other in other instances such as japan like even now to in the 1900s in japanese culture tattooing was a sort of mark to show that you're a criminal therefore uh, i feel like that is when the yakuza took that tattooing as a form of um welcome into that group right so in Japan, if you're seen with a tattoo, that means you're part of a criminal enterprise. Oh, that's how it's associated and used to be at least, right? Yes. Um, obviously, I mean, now all over the world, tattooing has become quite normal, but there's still societies such as our own in Sri Lanka where it's considered negative. It's, consider- you're, it's put in a very dark environment, you know? Whereas in 
cultures such as the Maori people in New Zealand, they have a really rich history with tattoos. They welcome this sort of body modification. It's part of their culture. It is. It shows that you have a rich history steeped in tradition and it's it's become normal to mark your body because it's a rite of passage. And for them, it's something they're proud of. There is certain designs that are that are traditional to those people only and if you can't no one else can actually have it on their bodies um, this is something i learned later on and it's it symbolizes a lot of different things i would love to like go in depth into something like that you there's know there's like, a whole like you can take courses on this um on maori culture and their tattoos and symbolism behind it right it's cool to see how different people in different parts of the world live together and how it affects like body modification, how it affects how you're perceived outwards. In Sri Lanka, I think body modification is not just limited to things such as tattooing, you know, Um, it's how you, you you probably don't even think of it this way, but how you identify gender. So when babies are born, if they're girls, most families will take their baby girls to get their ears pierced to show that their kid is a girl so that it, the child is not mistaken for the opposite sex. Yeah. But thinking of it now, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's so messed up, right? Unless you really think about it, you don't realize that that child did not give their consent to have their body pierced in any shape or form. Obviously, because they can't. The other thing that baffles me completely is that Parents pierce their children's ears, but then later on, if the child wants to do some sort of other body modification, it's looked upon in a negative light. Oh, yeah. I mean... I don't understand that. Yeah. You've already done it to your kid, and now you're going to tell your kid not to do it to themselves? There's a bit of a disconnect there that I don't understand. Right. And then that whole gender identification via um, piercings is, is messed up, like... So to show that you're a girl, you have to have your ears pierced. And like you said, when you grow up, you can't get any more. What even? Right. What kind of backward thinking is that? I'm sure it's like Victorian old age kind of thinking. Because look, you try to conquer most of the world. You try to impart your rules and your way of thinking into other cultures. And in case of Sri Lanka, it's not only the Victorians that came in. You know, you had the, uh, the Dutch, the Portuguese... So where do we separate ourselves and say this is our own identity? But the thing is, that's so hard as well because we're, it, we're so steeped in those ideas that we can't just say, oh, that was the ideas of the Dutch and then remove ourselves. Exactly. So like now, if, for example, I wanted to get a tattoo uh, or, or a, I did get a piercing and a tattoo, but firstly, I was afraid to do it because of all the backlash and I did get backlash, not that it was accepted. Secondly, the fact that the entire culture perceives a male getting a piercing or a tattoo as some sort of underworld kind of gentrification. For me, initially, it was like just, I guess it's a form of um, lashing out against superiority or... or, or Authority. Authority, authority, yeah. yeah. And as you grow up, obviously, any kid, I don't say only male... I'm, I'm sure females do it as well. You want to show that you have a voice. And a lot of our culture tries to mute that voice, tries to tell kids, you know, don't shout, be quiet. 
This is how you should behave. This is what you should wear. This is how you should dress. Don't pierce your earrings because you're not going to get a job in the future. These people are going to look at you different. Okay? Don't get a um, tattoo. Why? Oh, because it's going to make us look different to everyone else. It's those connotations with stereotypical thinking right. that sort of messes it up for everyone. That's associated with negativity. In actual fact, it's just... Who gives a shit, honestly? Like, and it's a form of self-expression, right? You get a tattoo of whatever you want to get a tattoo of just because you want to. Yeah, It yeah. doesn't have to mean anything more than that. That That's that's actually a good point because when I, when I first got it, I wanted to symbolize something because of I'm getting ink for the rest of my life. But now... I don't think of it that way. This is now it's just like this is my physical body, you know. You have no say over what I do with it. I have that. I am in control of my physical body. So if I want to get a tattoo or a piercing or if I want to do whatever, I'm going to do it. I understand people looking out for the best of you and best for you and saying you know like this is how it's going to be perceived. The thing is, you have a right to tell these people, "Look, I understand your act of care your act of trying to take care of me but this this doesn't flow in this day and age so i think a lot of these hesitations come from the fact that we have to join the workforce and workplaces it's changing more and more like it's getting better every day but still some workplaces frown upon extensive tattoos and piercings so let's break that down for a second why are workplaces so focused on the physical image i guess white collar jobs they just you want to show your outside appearance as one of clean um representative represent- of the brand right, right 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 but again why yes i understand you representing a brand but your physical outer appearance doesn't mean that's what the company represents Right. And it also doesn't mean that you're going to work to a lower standard than anything else or right. anyone else that doesn't have a tattoo because physical appearance and who the person is on the inside are two different things. They're not one of and course, the same. Of course, like you don't read a book by its cover, rightly so, because you you can't judge someone by their appearance. That is exactly what's happening in our culture. For example girls are supposed to have long hair. Oh, yeah. So that's body modification, no? I don't know. Because you choose what to do with your hair. It's your hair. That's a very um, touchy topic for me because all my life, 22 years of life, I've been told that I should have long hair and I should keep it long and not cut it. And I think because of that, like we were talking earlier, I want to retaliate against that. And I don't want long hair. I want short hair. I want to buzz it all off. Because I don't want to have to worry and care about it or even maintain it. But it's this whole, there's a cultural association with long hair that I haven't quite figured out yet. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like in, other, in some other cultures, hair is a symbol of strength in a woman. That's cool. But at the end of the day, again... Strength is inside. Like who I am on the inside cannot be represented by my long hair. Mm. But then again, like... See, I was raised in a very, um, to, to think in a very straightforward, you know, good boy kind of, you know, stick to these rules and these are the rules. You are a good boy. But having come out of that, I don't see why these rules should apply to anyone, you know? 
again, it, it goes to say like who I am, who I pers- show myself off as the outside doesn't show who I am as a person. So you have no right to judge me based on that. But people will. People will. And so many of us, like I'm sure so many of my friends who have tattoos, so many of yours, you have more than four piercings. And uh, for a girl in Sri Lanka, that might be seen as negative. Um, I'm, a lot of our people are changing now. Do you see that? Yeah, I do see it definitely within the youth in the country. They're really standing up and realizing that they have their own agency and literally my body, my choice. Like I can do whatever I want with it. Yeah, so the negative image showing that, for example, men cannot should not have long hair because that is untidy and unkept and it's going to show you off as negative. We're so quick to judge other people by their physical appearance and mm. we place so much importance on the outside that we forget to really look on the inside as to who people are and realize that there's more to them right. than the image they present. Rightly so, because uh, if you attribute it to food, you know, you first eat with your eyes, you feast with your eyes. Yes, you first, you observe a person, You be, your mind begins to form a um, speculation of what this person is by the outer appearance. That's true. But again, it's changing those negative connotations about that outer appearance. You know, I've been told so many times, if you show, if they, if you, if people know you have tattoos or they see that, you're, you're not going to be able to find work. I'm sure people have heard, you can't get married. Um, especially as a woman, having tattoos. I'm oh sure... yeah, it's a big no-no in right, Lanka. Right. Big no-no. I've been told as well, no tattoos for me. I don't have a massive calling towards getting them on my body, but also I don't see anything wrong with them to each their own and you do what you want with your body, right? Correct. No one else has a say in what you do and yeah. your choices. Yeah. And how, I don't, I don't get how this goes against the foundations of a culture. If the culture in itself has things which are not exactly right. I think it's showing that the culture is almost riddled with these disparities. Of course, I mean, it's completely normal because no society or no human um, ideals are perfect. Right, but we can't pretend as a society that we're so good and we're striving to be better when we don't even accept our own people based on their physical appearance. Right. How does that make any sense? Correct. So you... Like we're teaching our kids, yeah, we have to grow up to be good people in this world. But then we're also judging people based on their physical looks. Right. And I can understand why it's seen as negative. For example, criminals um, in prison, that was their way of showing that they still had a voice. They were behind bars, right? So getting tattooed behind bars, yes, you ha- you join gangs, you have to stay safe. And the way of affiliation with a gang is to show that you have marks. Yeah. I get that, like especially in Mexico, like a lot of these gang members covered, like the entire bodies are covered. Again, it it is circumstance. And that's how they choose to express themselves. I think and they don't really have a choice. Oh, really? If you is if you join the works? if you join a gang, you have to show that you're part of the gang. Oh, okay. You can't say no to the tattoo if you're part of the gang. Right. That's okay. it. Like, okay. you know, um, but in 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 our culture, I we would. I would want to change that type of thinking. Yes, it can't happen overnight. I understand that. For example, like I have conversations with my parents and I know that deep down, I don't expect them to understand my point of view, but that doesn't stop me from expressing my point of view. 
and in our culture it's i think it's very um expressing your point of view is seen as negative because you are you're going to be seen as speaking back against an elder like you're retaliating and you are not respecting those above you right the the fact that body modification or the ideas surrounding it is linked to people voicing or, or voicing their opinions or voicing uh, showing who they really are and the whole negativity surrounding it has no stance it's also crazy because we don't realize that we're modifying our bodies by just dieting even which a lot of people do you're essentially changing your body mm. just in a different form in a less permanent form but you're still modifying it i think that comes to play with body image how you per- how society perceives what is seen as healthy for example healthy is linked to weight but that has no correlation health and weight differ from person to person right so there is no reason why body image and and health have a correlation yeah you're right and i also have a point to add in that i think our sri lankan culture has inherited these western ideals of we all have to or women rather have to be a particular size and they have to look a particular way and those are the people dress dress accordingly and those are the people who are better in quotation in air quotes better than the others when that's not necessarily true and we forget that we all have our individual voice right okay okay yes i agree with that but what about uh, what happens when religion comes into play with tattooing That's or body a, modification at all that's another huge thing because i think in sri lanka especially religion has a massive say in body mods right mm. because there's this idea that your body is sacred and therefore you should not be physically changing it which yes you should look look after your body and your body is your own and you have to really take care of it but if you really think about it piercings and tattoos are not going to negatively impact your body mm. in that way or, at least in my opinion or your spirituality <laughs> right i mean you can be the most spiritual person but right, also be covered right. in tattoos there's no correlation i'm covered in tattoos because of that i'm not going to be allowed into um what if people believe in heaven i'm not going to be allowed into heaven because i have tattoos you know bro that's not going to happen realistically speaking you know how i i don't see the link between spirituality and body modification having said that of course there are extremes and then there's extremes in anything in anything i think the idea of body modification is changing and i feel like a lot of us are now more open to that but it is trying to assimilate with the rest of that environment our elders our older generations which occupy quite a lot of our demographics as well well that can only be done through having these conversations right and expressing your point of view in a way that isn't combative and disrespectful right so if you have any crazy tattoo stories and ways in which your ideas were repressed let us know because we would actually love to share that out you know while our time is right now coming to an end i feel like tattooing should definitely be given more of a normality in society not only not tattooing even just piercing tattooing. like body image in total in general as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone around you it shouldn't be a problem that's so true and with that we'll catch you on the other side 
It was great breaking the bucket with you, and we will be in your ears next week. Please like, comment, share, and you know what I'm gonna say: leave us a review. Our Instagram is at space underscore buckets. Goobledy 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 goo. Bye.